You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. Happy 2024. I'm Allison Sepinara. Taylor will be back with us as soon as possible. <clears throat> she is um, having some family time with her grandmother who isn't doing so well. So please keep her in your thoughts and your prayers. Um, <clears throat> so it will just be me today. So hopefully you're all okay with that. Um, but I'm actually going to talk about something really important today for the new year. I thought it was going to be a great topic. Um, I've been, there have been so many clients that I've been seeing that uh, have brought this up to me and also just people in my DMs. And just as the new year comes on, people, you know, become very overwhelmed with wanting to set resolutions and feel pressure to set goals and all of this stuff. And while a new year can mean new chances and new beginnings, which is great, sometimes the pressure of having to create all these goals and achieve just New Year's resolutions and all these things can be very overwhelming. And I think sometimes it can just leave us feeling a lot of pressure, which is probably why um, research has shown within the first two weeks of January, people break their resolutions and it's like over. They don't really even <laughs> actually stick with them. Um, where did it say this? I read it that resolutions are really kept beyond the second Friday of January. And apparently that day is known as Quitter's Day or something. I don't know. Um, so today I want to talk to you a little bit about how we can build good mental health habits for the new year, for 2024, um, and stick with them. Because, of course, we talk a lot about anxiety here, um, and I, I think that this year we're going to talk a lot more about um, just mental health in general and what a lot of people go through. Of course, sticking with anxiety and how to heal, but really understanding more about mental health and what it takes to feel like we can have better mental health as far as it feeling balanced and that we can feel our feelings but not spiral into a dark hole. Um, and also maybe reach some of the goals that we want to reach without putting so much pressure on ourselves for doing it perfectly or something. You know what I mean? So, you know, we all know that New Year's resolutions typically focus on self-improvement, right? Some people focus on wanting to like lose weight or exercise more, wanting to learn something new, 
um, or I don't know, get a new hobby or something like that. And these resolutions can, of course, fill us with so much excitement and we have anticipation of the possibilities of achieving goals um, or they can actually weigh us down and we can feel dread and it can be full of apprehension of not living up to our expectations, right? Um, what's, what's interesting is that it's very tempting to want to make significant changes in January and every new year, like significant behavioral changes. It's very tempting, right? We think new year, new me, like if you guys have ever heard that, right? New, hashtag new year, new me. <laughs> um, and, you know, we don't just get that with internally, right? That pressure comes from society. It comes from people around us. Um, it just comes from all over. And we know that this pressure can sometimes lead us to maybe not achieving these resolutions or, you know, working at them for a little bit and just not following through. Um, and sometimes that makes us feel even worse, right? Like, our internal dialogue and our internal critic is feeling like a failure, right? And we use that word failure. I hate it actually. But that's like what happens when we don't reach what we set out for ourselves to do. Um, and when it comes to resolutions, like there's reasons why maybe, I don't want to say fail, but there's reasons why it's harder to follow through res resolutions, right? It might be because people often start with very good intentions, but then they realize later that their expectations were very unattainable or maybe really unrealistic. Um, or maybe you made some goals and it took way too long to achieve them. Like they weren't measurable. They just, it wasn't in, the, in the, that moment when you did make them in your mind, you know, you're thinking, yes, I totally want to do this. I'm so motivated right now. I really want to, you know, um, get to yoga more or walk more. I really want to make it a point to call a therapist and and work on myself this year or journal more. Um, and then, you know, as time goes on, you know, maybe it wasn't specific enough or, you know, you didn't really set like a timeline that was realistic for yourself, right? So, very often we set goals for ourselves and when we don't meet them, we can have a lot of feelings of failure, like I said before. And that can ultimately lead to lower self-esteem, um, which can obviously trigger stress, trigger anxiety, and then take a toll on our mental health. So setting New Year's resolutions can be a positive way to focus on self-improvement, yes, but it's important to approach them in a manner that promotes good mental health and well-being and maximizes our chancing, chances of really sticking with them. So I want to talk about some tips today of how you can just do just that in 2024. So some tips for creating resolutions that you can prioritize your mental well-being and actually stick with them. Okay. So the first tip I have is pick a goal that motivates you. Okay. You're more likely to stick with your goal if it really motivates you or if it's influenced by others, like say, you know, a partner or say you want to work out, you have a workout partner, like an accountability person or um, like a mental health or medical professional, someone that kind of holds you accountable. If your goal, say, you know, I'll just use to exercise more. I feel like that's everyone's goal in January, but um, say your goal is to, you know, move your body more you know, but going to the gym isn't really something that's motivating for you, right? Like that's boring to you. The gym isn't fun for you. So what else, what other ways can you move your body? What are some ways that you feel like 
are motivating for you to get movement. So for me, it's yoga. I love it. And I've never been this like intense person when it comes to working out. So I'm not going to ever do CrossFit. Sorry. I'm never going to do like Orange Theory. It's just not, I'm not intense like that. I just don't enjoy it. Um, But I do love going to the gym and I can go on a treadmill for like 45 minutes and listen to some music or like bring my iPad. I'll watch some Netflix and I'll take a nice walk. Sometimes it'll be more vigorous, sometimes not. Um, When it gets nicer out, I can hike for like hours. I love going to hike. Um, And just doing more like low impact stuff. I'm trying to do some more strength training. Anyway, moving your body doesn't mean like having to be a gym rat. That's my point. So But that's just one kind of example of uh, a resolution or something, right, is with moving your body. Um, When it comes to other goals, like really think of something that motivates you. Oh, along with – I just thought of this. Along with moving my body and being active, something that motivates me is community. So I think that's why I love yoga so much because I know I'm going to be around other people. I love – there's my, my friends are there. I see them. It's like community and I live alone. So it's kind of isolating. So I do need to get out to see people. Um, and so that actually is so helpful for me knowing that I have community. And I think that's why Orange Theory and CrossFit is really great for a lot of people because those are communities too, for sure. I'm not like poo-pooing on them at all. I think they're amazing. Um, just not for me, but it's still all, it's still a lot of that. That's great is community. So try and think of a goal that really motivates. Well, it's a new year, which means new priorities for myself. And what is better than creating new priorities, but making sure that it's about my own self-care? We talk about self-care so much on this podcast, and you have to remember that it you need to make it a priority. And one of the best ways to make self-care a priority is to make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep. I have started doing that. I mean, even before the holidays, I knew I needed to make better sleep hygiene because if I don't sleep well and I wake up in the morning, my anxiety levels are higher. I feel depressed. My I physically don't feel well. I can't move my body the way I want to. So bedroom environment, especially bedding, is huge for me, which is why I'm so excited to talk about Cozy Earth. You guys have no idea. I just literally redid my entire bedroom, including threw away all my old sheets, all my old bedding, and I just got new Cozy Earth bedding. And I just want to tell you, I've heard so many amazing things about Cozy Earth, especially their sheets. And I thought to myself, you know what? This year I'm prioritizing my self-care and I'm creating a more luxurious bedroom for me. No more hand-me-down sheets, no more like going to TJ Maxx for my sheets, all this stuff. No, I wanted luxurious Cozy Earth bedding. And let me just tell you how much I am loving the new bedding set I got. So their best-selling bamboo sheet set is so amazing. You have no idea. It's so incredibly soft. It's so silky. And they have a whole bunch of colors too. If you're looking to just kind of create like a little bougie bedroom. Um, I love them so much. I mean, how much I love my bed. I didn't think I could love my bed even more, but with these sheets now, oh my gosh. And just resting my head on these beautiful pillowcases. The best part of these sheets though, you guys, is that they're temperature regulating. I mean, come on, self-care. Let's be honest. I mean, so Cozy Earth has amazing bedding collections from pillows to sheets to blankets. And what's even better is that there 
a bunch of different colors, like I said. So whatever room decor you're looking for, they'll have the sheets for you. They'll have the bedding for you. Cozy Earth has even earned its place on Oprah's favorite things list for five years running. So if that isn't a testament to its exceptional quality, I don't really know what is. And Cozy Earth stands by the durability of its products with a remarkable 10-year warranty. So they're basically promising you a decade of restful sleep. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code ANXIETYCHICKS. Believe me, you will not be sorry. It's you. Okay. Next tip, break down your big goals into smaller, more manageable goals. So doing this will make you much more, much less likely to feel overwhelmed because Looking at being able to have smaller and more manageable goals will help you take sort of like baby steps towards maybe a bigger goal, right? So let's say we're going to stick with the exercise thing um, or moving your body thing. Let's say your ultimate goal is to run a 5K, right? A race, but you haven't yet run like ran a lap around a track ever or um, you haven't really, you know, You've never really run a race. You're just kind of like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You have to really start small, right? So you have to start with walking, maybe walking a little shorter distance and then gradually begin to jog. And then once you feel ready, you start running, right? You have to take like small steps. Um, So something that might help is a a long-term goal is really like signing up for that 5K, right? You know that what there's a date coming, but you have to slowly work up to that goal. Um, something that can really help with whatever goal you're, you're thinking about. So, you know, really it could be, I mean, when we're thinking about mental, mental health goals, um, I like to make month to month goals. So, you know, there's certain goals I want to reach for my mental health. Like one month, maybe I'll say, okay, I really want to, I really want to journal more. So I'm going to try two days a week this month. I'm going to journal. Right. And two days might not seem like a lot when you're hearing this, but like for someone that hasn't done it in a while, that's good for right now. And then if I reach that goal, maybe I can see how I did and do it again or go to three days a week. Um, And same thing with like yoga. I now I just go all the time because I love it. But before when I was sort of not motivated, I was giving myself a very specific like I'm going to go to the classes on, you know, Monday and Thursday because I love those and it can fit with my schedule. Okay. Um, And then, you know, I did that for like a month and then realized I've really got motivated to do it and I didn't need the goal anymore because I just loved doing it. So it kind of became habit for me. Um, And sometimes doing some of these goals will become habitual. So if you do like month-to-month goals, um, so like journaling more, it'll just become like a habit for you. I think it takes like 21 days or 30 days for something to become a habit. I don't know. Um, But my point is like doing a new goal each month might be more realistic for you. I mean, even like goals week to week. Who knows? You know, like maybe Sunday night. You, you know, you have your list and you're like, hey, this week I want to go to, this is what my schedule is like. I want to go to this class and then I want to do this and then I'm going to go visit my friend here. I'm going to make this meal, really healthy meal on Tuesday because I have time to make the soup, you know, and maybe like plan out. Maybe that's what you want to do. Okay. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. The next tip I've kind of mentioned a little bit before earlier is focus on progress, not perfection. Think about the three Ps. Focus on progress, not perfection, and stay positive. Okay? So it's so important just to recognize the progress you're making rather than aiming for perfection. I mean, we talk about perfectionism a lot on this podcast because unfortunately, when you struggle with anxiety, especially high-functioning anxiety, there's a lot of type A, there's a lot of perfectionistic people, there's a lot of people-pleasing. Right. So sometimes these that's why resolutions can fail, because especially if you have anxiety, you're literally you're looking to create like this perfect um, schedule and this perfect goal and to reach it in this perfect way. And if one little thing goes wrong, like maybe you miss like you say, I'm going to do yoga three days a week, you miss one day, then forget it. It's over. You're a failure. It's horrible. Right. So I think being able to focus on the progress you've made and also like think about rewarding yourself for the progress you made, right? Like, um, okay, so let's think about, again, we'll stay with like the movement thing um, or like say say some, you want to just get healthier, right? And you want to maybe move your body. Um, not that it like matters like the actual how much you weigh, but you want to just like get fit or something. Okay, right. Um and you're being strict on how much weight you lose. Okay, so maybe you don't lose like so much, maybe you lose a little bit, whatever. But acknowledge that you're you're actually moving your body, right? And give yourself give yourself some um, reward for actually focusing on the progress, right? And, and obviously moving your body, being healthy doesn't always mean like skinny, right? Of course. So like moving your body, right, is progress. Like being able to get up and and go somewhere and try something new is progress, even if you're not like losing weight, right? But in your mind, some people might be like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. Like, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really love the whole, the whole like, let's, uh, my resolution is to lose 10 pounds. I mean, I don't know. Of course I understand. And I really think that it's important to be healthy, mind, body, soul. Um, but I just feel like focusing on numbers so much is a slippery slope for some people. Um, but just remember, like, what the way we talk to ourselves is really important. So, like, you know, you talk to yourself in a more positive way with a more realistic outlook. It can really contribute to a healthier approach to both mental health and success in meeting our resolutions. So the way we talk to ourselves is very, very important. And that leads me into my next tip, which is to practice self-compassion because we're so hard on ourselves all the time. We're just so hard on ourselves, especially with anxiety where we just, we want to be good at everything. We want, I mean, not maybe not good at everything, but we just don't want to feel any more wrong or like damaged than we already feel with anxiety. You know what I mean? 
we really need to practice self-compassion. We need to be easy on ourselves. We need to acknowledge that setbacks are going to happen and that'll be okay. We need to acknowledge that we can pick ourselves back up where we left off, even if we have a little bit of a setback, and that it doesn't mean that we're a failure. It doesn't mean that anything we did was wrong. Let's just pick ourselves back up. Let's, you know, think about what we what we set out to do, what were some of our goals, and let's, you know, maybe write them down and just start new, okay? That's why I kind of like the month-to-month thing. Um, but, you know, really, it's just let's let's start new. You know, if there's a resolution we made and maybe it's not going exactly how we thought in our brain when we did it, that's okay, right? Let's think of something more realistic. Like, instead of going, you know, oh, this – this month, this year, I'm going to yoga five days a week and I need to do it and I know I need to. Okay. Maybe since I – like I'm just pretending that someone that I never – pretend you're someone that's like never done yoga, right? Five days a week does not sound realistic. For someone that's never done it, like I would start with one or two days. Like how about even start with I'm going to try one class, right? I'm just going to try one class because I want to see how it goes. I want to see how I feel right? I feel like that is more realistic, but it's also being more compassionate to yourself. Like you don't need to do all of these huge different resolutions and, and goals, right? They can be smaller. They can be more manageable. It can be just trying something new. It can be honestly walking down the street and looking at someone and smiling and saying hello, because that can be really uncomfortable for some people. So maybe one of your goals is to, you know, every day when you're walking down the street or you're walking around wherever the grocery store and you just smile and say hello. Making eye contact is really hard for people these days. I don't know. I mean, it's probably because we're all on our phones, but that's a great goal in my mind. Like just smiling, saying, hi, how are you? Love it. Okay. The next tip is to lean on others for support and motivation. Okay, so achieving goals can be easier when done with others, right? It's just the accountability piece, it's it's just easier, right? You have people kind of being like, come on, you know, we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes it can really be helpful to maybe joining groups or joining communities that have similar goals, right? Connecting with people who can provide encouragement and accountability can really be helpful. So I guess this goes along with the whole movement thing, right? Like, I keep bringing up these workout classes, but anything that you feel like has community or has people that can hold you accountable can be really helpful. So like say for mental health, right? Um, One of your goals is to find a therapist this year and to really like focus on helping yourself with a professional. I would say that first meeting you have with with, uh, whoever you you connect with, your therapist, say, you know, I really would – like to, um, I really would like to make the, make the most of these sessions and, and have be able to be held accountable for coming to these sessions and for doing the work I need to do to really better myself. And I'm hoping you can help guide me with that. So your therapist might be able to even hold you accountable, right? That can be helpful too. So lean on others for support for sure. Um, Okay, don't compare yourself to others. Next tip. 
Don't get too caught up in the New Year's resolutions of others, okay? Set goals with only you in mind. Don't, you know, maybe it's all over the news and all over social media. Like, what are you doing for the new year? Oh my gosh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop comparing, right? What is realistic for you, right? Maybe like thinking earlier to that person who's like, I want to do a 5K. I want to do this run. Okay, that's that's great. But maybe you're someone who wants to actually just, your goal is to get up and walk outside for 15 minutes because it's really hard for you to find that motivation to even get out of bed, right? Like we're all in different stages of our mental health. And this actually, this time of year is really, really so much harder, especially for people in parts of the country where it's winter now because seasonal affective disorder is huge, right? So it can be very hard for people to um, to find the motivation to even get out of bed. I mean, the days are short, the nights are long, it's cold out. And what can, what helps you, you know, get that motivation to get up and really get out of the house or, or not even, even if you feel like that's too hard, like getting your body to move, you know, by watching YouTube, right? And doing some YouTube movement videos or just trying to move your body or maybe cleaning your place or doing something that can help you move, right? And, but getting vitamin D is going to be so important, right? Like getting out and, and getting sun on your face, like, and getting outside and actually being in the sun is going to be the best thing for your serotonin levels. And if that's too tough to get a therapy lamp, I love that. My little happy lamp. Um, just go to my, go to the anxiety healer, uh, Instagram and on my Amazon storefront, I have like, I, I posted a, a couple different happy therapy lamps that can be really good for seasonal affective disorder, um, on my storefront. So just go there. But yeah, so so try not to compare yourself to others, right? Like you might be thinking, oh God, a 5K, that is totally unrealistic for me. I mean, I haven't even worked out in like 10 years. <laughs> I don't even, like even walking a little bit is hard for me. Okay, then that's not your goal. Your goal is to maybe start slow and say, okay, I'm going to do five minutes on the treadmill. And then tomorrow, next week, I'm going to try 10. And then I'm going to do 10 minutes for a couple weeks. We'll see how that goes, right? Like starting slow not comparing. Okay. The next tip is set a new date. Okay. I love this. You do not need to commit to a resolution on January 1st, right? You don't need to do that right this second. You know, feel free to delay implementing your New Year's resolutions until the time feels right. I mean, you can make them at any time you want, honestly. That's why I say month to month. So if you're all stressed out and you feel like, I need to do it, I need to do it, why? Why not resolve to make that change beginning in March or February, right? Like this is, these are the goals I have. So again, that's why I love sort of the month to month goal things. Um, Okay. And then the last tip is to know when to ask for help. So just remember that you're not alone. Okay. And especially in the anxiety healing community, um, I have almost like 4,000 people in the broadcast channel I have, and I've been loving that every day. I um, talk a little bit like about, we were talking about morning anxiety the other day, talk about sleep and stuff and how it's so hard to sleep these days um, and what helps with that. And 
you know, there's just so many good resources and there's such a good community there. So feel free to just participate and, and really just find, find some healing there and know that you're not alone. Um, you know, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. You guys know I talk about it all the time. I am a therapist. So, you know, people might say, of course, you're a therapist, but honestly, not just because I'm a therapist. Now, of course, it does depend on the type of therapist you get. We're, you know, it's not always the best experience, unfortunately. But, you know, finding someone that you can really talk to and a great therapist is so key in your healing. I mean, it just really is someone who can objectively be there for you and and really help you look at different perspectives in your life a different way and really just rewire the way you think about things and give you a safe space. This is what it should be. Not judging you, giving you a safe space for you to really be vulnerable and know that you can you can just be whoever you are in that space. And um and it's okay. It's okay if you really feel like you need some help and you need some guidance. Um, there are some, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but there are some wonderful like apps and I know like coaching programs where um, if you need like someone to hold you accountable for things like accountability coaches or um, people, you know, communities where it's, it's so helpful for you to have other people say, you got this, don't, you know, and kind of coach you. That can be helpful. Um, I don't really know any off the top of my head. If you want to send me, send an email to the anxiety chicks at gmail.com or send me a DM at the anxiety healer and let me know if you know of any of those types of programs and I can put them in the show notes um, and offer them to people. But just know that you're not alone. And honestly, no matter how big or small your new, your new Year's resolutions are um, or how to kind of better your mental health for 2024, don't forget to show yourself some grace and forgiveness, especially in times when you're struggling and as you're working to reach your goals. You really need compassion, self-compassion. Show yourself grace, okay? Take the time over this year to engage in something meaningful and really step out of your comfort zone and just like be kind to yourself. Really be kind to yourself. Know that you can step outside of your comfort zone and that you'll be okay and that it actually is something good even though it feels scary. And be kind to yourself as you're doing it and just baby steps and go slow and you can. So... Those are my tips. I hope you, this was helpful. You know, build good mental health habits in 2024. It's possible. Um, and I, I, you know, I always love to hear from you guys. Taylor will be back next week, but I really have a good feeling of this year. And I think that you're all going to do such amazing things. And remember, just we have an opportunity every day to wake up and change, change really, the change the way we think. We have new chances every day we wake up. And if you have our, if you have some goals and you're feeling motivated and maybe there's some setbacks, just remember that you got this and you can always start new. You can always start over. All right, you guys, don't forget to follow. Don't forget to subscribe. We love you. Um, order your copy of the Anxiety Healer's Guide if you haven't. Follow me at the Anxiety Healer. Um, I'm going to have some great stuff coming up in the next couple months. Um, slowly but surely, 
the courses are coming out. Just stay tuned for that. Um, but you can subscribe to my page and join the um, broadcast community too, because that's great. So we love you and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.